You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode and edition of the Chop Sports Social coming to you right here on Premier Streaming Network, Premier Plus. So right off the rip, thank you guys for being members, subscribers, everything under the sun, uh, paying for this service. So welcome back. I hope you guys have had a uh, fantastic week. I know this guy has uh, because I haven't seen him in seven days. Actually, right after the Chop Social, he said good day, and that was it. Did we even do? Yeah, we did it on Tuesday. So that's the last time um, I saw you was yeah, last Tuesday, yeah. and then you went on your sabbatical, uh, your quest, your darkness tour. Uh, no, actually, which is interesting about this. And by the way, I do want to let you guys know that it is Sturch and it is Gooch, and we are coming to you live from the Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru Studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. And this show would not be possible without our friends over at Absolute Eyewear, which, of course, they're always getting involved. I finally got my uh, glasses. Uh, I feel like a new man. I can actually see. I'm not wearing them now. Uh, but, yeah, so shout-out to Craig and Janine over there. If you say Chop Sports at Absolute Eyewear. They're going to give you $100 off all your frames and lenses and all that good shit. Um, so, in any event, you left me uh, yeah. high and dry. So, it was, I was just running this whole, whole operation over here at Chop Studios by myself last week. Uh, David but was you, playing hero ball. I was. He clear the I was. Paint. I, I was like, this. yo, post up, dude. Um, um, he shot three for 14 from the field. Not not ideal. Not an ideal situation. No, no. Dave did great. I guys. had myself Dave a week. Did right? a good I had job. a party or two here. No. Uh, but anyway, let's talk about where you went. Mm. The, the nicest, greatest state in the, the United States of America. You visited Texas. It was fun. Congratulations, time. because Texas first of all, good. it's a great place. Yeah, but they lied. They said this is a Dallas card show. I booked my flight to Dallas. I, I had Joe, you know, break buds. I guess Joe, we call him Jersey Joe now. I mean, he was did being, he say Joe? Joe, uh, there's Joe a, for show. No, there's another one. Jersey Joe, Joe no. Pool, Joe Late. Joe's always on time. Joe, no, it's no. something else. Yeah, well, I'm gonna pull it up now. This is gonna bother but anyway, the crap out of um, It wasn't Dallas. I was in Plano, Texas, or something like that. Not as fun. Not it was as fun, fun though. The the card show was great. We were looking for love all weekend. We found him. Um, and I mean, Joe Cool. You know, Joe, I did say Joe. I know, cool, but it says always late with Joe Cool. I don't know yeah. what that means. It means like he's up late. It means like the show is scheduled for eight, but you can expect <laughs> this show to be on at eleven thirty. <laughs> Because Joe is sitting on the Driscoll Bridge. <laughs> Which takes, by the traffic. way, hour yeah, to get Yeah, it's like, here. Joe, what bridge are you on, dude, again? Yeah, the Brooklyn exactly. Bridge? How long before so, you So, all right, here? so you're in Plano, Texas. So, you Plano, Texas, show. At, at the Dallas Card Show. It's mm -hmm. a very big show. It is basically the, the Kickstarter for the National. If you don't, don't know what the National is, you when guys is that? should. That's in July in Chicago this year. That's next stop for the Break Buds. But oh, you're yeah. going? Oh, hell yeah. We're not setting up, you know, but we're definitely going to go. tell me these things. It's just, you know, it's just think it just. I think what we're going to do is we're going to rent a. Am I coming? Van. We're gonna drive. I the Break Buds bus. Because we can't really logistically. Chicago's not a bad trip to drive to. By no, the way. no, not, not at all. Really, I mean, if you have a, a conversion van or a bus, the way we're looking to get to that point, we're at least gonna rent one now. But I don't the think any of these bus. trips are, are bad because the problem is if we go there, we find ourselves in a situation where it's like we travel, we have to buy a bunch of stuff. If you see a good deal on stuff, we want to be able to capitalize on it. But how are we gonna get it back if we're flying? You know, I mean, you put to, it in your bag and you go home. We got to get all these logistics figured out. But for now, mm -hmm. we're just going to 
No, Dave. Like, we were going to buy 10 full-size helmets and bring them on Delta. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. So. Would you like to check your bag, sir? Like, yeah, I have a Trevor Lawrence helmet <laughs> that I'd like um, to uh, get done. But that, you know, we'll figure all that out as we go. But definitely going to July uh, to the to the National. But this past weekend, met Ricky Williams, met Rocket Ishmael. Ricky Bob Williams, Lee. was he a little gun on the gunge? He was. Of, of course, course he, he was. was. Bro, his whole vibe. That's his whole vibe. He had mm. this aura about him that the only person there that smelled more like weed than Joe. Was you. Was Ricky Williams. Oh. <laughs> Joe has me beat, bro. Really? Let's be honest. Yeah. Are you that's kidding true. me? That's very true. He always looks a little strung out, but that's, you know. Strung out Joe. That's the new nickname. Strung now. out Joe. Joe is not strung out. He, we, you know. We're By the way, you can follow the Break Buds on Instagram. the Break Buds for a reason. Yeah, Break Buds. Get it? They're not just friends, right? You would think like, oh, they're buddies. No, they're buddies. Buds. Get it? You get it? You guys, all the youngins mm-hmm. out there, get they understand. So let me ask you this. So is the who's who at a place like this, at a car show in Plano, Texas? Like, did you meet some... Extra the people that you've maybe messed around with on whatnot, yeah. yeah. Um, Which, by the way, that's where you can find your show, right? On yeah, whatnot. we definitely uh, networked a little bit. We met up with some people that I wouldn't say the who's who, but for what we're doing, some people that you know we've been meeting to meeting to meet up with, and we had a good time. We went to a casino in Oklahoma. Yeah, you um, sent me a picture, Cowboys Bar. Won I love some it. money playing poker, and I want to say Texas, but it was actually Oklahoma. So it I would never thought. I, I was so confused. You're like, yeah, look at this Cowboys Bar in Oklahoma. I'm like. You went to te- they drove to yeah the Windstar Casino the place was huge by the way absolutely enormous everything is big in Oklahoma you know that's nah, actually everything's bigger in Texas that's what I meant yep but <laughs> good time looking for love we found them nah, Jordan see, Love again, we, cur- we curated some product <laughs> we got a lot of Jordan Love submit made our first PSA submission so we're looking to hopefully get some tens back and double up a little bit triple up explain that to me like I'm five um, like when you say submit that means you're you're submitting them to Beckett no. Um, PSA Beckett. PSA Beckett. All right. So, why would you buy a card that you don't think is a nine or a ten? I only buy cards that I think might come back a nine or a ten. So then, like, it's almost as if like that middleman, that that PSA thing, is almost like not irrelevant, but it's just like who's to say? Like, if you guys got the eye for the card and you're looking at the card and you're like, all right, good placement, the 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 edges are intact, like all that shit. Like, why why need a PSA? rating when you know it's a 10 because it doesn't matter what i know that label on it with the 10 uh-huh. in, the, in the slab mm-hmm. that you can't crack or you can crack it but it's a permanent slab that's what the buyer wants so when we're looking at cards and it's say okay if it's a nine you're breaking even unless the player does well like in this case i think jordan love's going to go up regardless if he p- makes a snap or n- before he even takes a snap sure in august jordan love's cards are going to go up 30 40% from where they are right now mm-hmm. so there's room to sell them if you don't get uh if you're not able to sell the jordan love cards looking at their schedule i think jordan love's going to go up anyway as he plays a little bit because okay. he's going to have some success so you you're winning right there if it's a nine, it comes back a nine. You pretty much break even on the raw card if you're looking at it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you buy it for one fifty, now how much does it cost? Nine, how much does it cost to get it uh, graded? It depends how many you submit. Depends. So how they you do it in bulk, it. like yeah, stuff like that. If you want it back right away, you could spend seventy five. A bigger card, you want it right away. You want, you know, you. Want I don't know if over. I would have the patience if I found a gem. I, I don't know if I would have the patience to wait that long. Well, to the point. Um, in the beginning, you might not, but as you get a little further into sure. the game, you're like, you know, you have a lot of things going on. It becomes less of a, um, you know, you kind of know when you want to sell the Jordan Love. So I think where we're at with it, if we get him back within six weeks, we're going to be fine because that's not bad. That'll oh, be right six around weeks will put you right around. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so we're training camp. Okay, cool, cool. So cool. if you guys are looking for love, 
slabs. We're all looking for love. <laughs> Hopefully we get back some tens and um, you know hit up the break buds. We'll have them. So that's cool, man. Whatnot. It's just crazy that like I, when as a kid there was a place in Fords, New Jersey, where I grew up, um, called the Cardboard Closet. And that was literally just all it was. I mean, they would play like Madden tournaments, so I would like be fascinated right off the rip. But cards everywhere, everything that I had. And remember, back in that day, back in way back when, there was a book. It was just a book that shows you how much card each card's worth. It could be a dollar, it could be a nickel, it could be nothing, yeah, it could the, be thirty dollars. That, that's a whole different. The but one, it's just like it's crazy because now I don't know like what is more valuable. Like, are the old cards making a comeback or no? Yeah, every everything is like because I know all the new everything, the flashy depends, and the, the like, holograms. And I all think nineties basketball is doing well right now. There's a couple. It depends. It really does. Like, if a quarterback out of out of nowhere, the twenty twenty set is doing better because Jordan Love, everybody's after him right now, mm -hmm. and there already is three successful quarterbacks from that class. So, um, it depends. There's peaks and valleys. Right now, single cards are kind of down. But uh, I think, what I'm saying think is, like, or for instance. Uh, Joe Montana rookie card. Is yeah. that worth anything right now? Yeah, PSA 10 Montana is definitely worth a lot. Okay, so yeah. PSA has to be graded, has to be in the best condition in the world. 10, yeah, any Whatever. type of graded, a good graded rookie card of any Hall of Famer is going to be good. What is going for more nowadays? Is it is it uh, cards or is it mem? Because I know you guys are very big cards. on the mem game too. Cards, but mem... I can't wait for you guys to break cards again. You know, no, no. Oh, like, we, we're doing it. It's, you know, I, I've it's been happening. waiting for it because it's like, all right. Let's truth be told, when the when when you guys do your shows on whatnot, it gets very for me. I I need action, right? And when you're breaking cards, you're breaking cards on the fly, right? But when it's one big item like a helmet or a jersey, it's like, eh, and they release it, and yeah, you're like, yeah, more, and then you there, have to do it all is, over there again. Is, we try and provide the entertainment value, and I think we do a good job. A lot of people just watch our show that don't buy, which some people would say look at that as a a bad thing. Mm. But to me, I'm looking at it as, like, everybody will have their time and place when they're looking to spend money. Sure. And as long as they're in our room, when they do decide to buy, for, they'll probably buy from us. For example, which, like, it, when I go in there, most of the time it's just to watch you guys do your thing. But exactly. then sometimes I'm like, what's that bid at? Three bucks? All right, Dave's and in. If you're looking you know, to like, see a rip, you always see the rooms fill up right around the rip time. So, yeah. you know, it's showtime. It, is the, it, is, the, uh, it is the excitement of the rips. But, yeah, cards so, are better long cool. term. But we're hitting some some you know, base hits and some doubles right now with the mem, and I think that's getting us to where we need to be. And just like anything else, you have to grow, and I think that this weekend was a big step for us to get towards where we want to be with the cards, for cool. sure. I'm excited to see what those grades come back, and I'm excited to see what the Jordan Love stuff turns out to be. Um, you know, I, I personally have won some mem from these guys. I'm a Cowboys fan, so I have a couple Bro, signed jerseys. I do have a lot of shit. I got, well, I bought one off of our guy, Jersey Boy. He, Who he, hit... He who hit that break. Dak Prescott helmet in our break? In your break, so I have the Dak Prescott helmet. I have a Tony Dorsett helmet. I got a couple jerseys. We got a Bob Lilly football. There's a lot of Cowboy stuff that I've definitely shouldn't have spent the money I spent on it. Um, you know, but I'm paying for it now. Meaning, like, you know, I, I can't buy any more stuff. Uh, but anyway, let's get into some basketball, right? I mean, we're in the NBA, the thick of things. We just watched LeBron James get torched for four straight games. He finally puts up a forty burger, does his job. Lakers get bounced. Do you look at that being the potential last game for LeBron James in his career? No. He said he's going to mull it over. Is there actually any mulling over to be done? No. Right? I mean, you would think. This guy's he is basketball. What's he going to do? Until he can't play, he's playing. I don't see anything. He's like a Tom Brady effect. I don't, I don't even know if what he said, because I didn't see the whole context of the interview, they're clipping it up, and what I saw was mulling it over. He might retire. Like, mm, did he actually go that route? I think it was more along the lines of playing with his son. 
saying like it's not necessarily it might be his goal, mm. but doesn't necessarily line up with what his son's goals might be. His son might want nothing to do with playing under That's his true. father and things like that. It would be a tough situation to get out of the gate. I wonder. I mean, I, but then playing against each other for nostalgic reasons, I would love nothing more than to play against my son in a league. Like LeBron would completely dominate his son. <laughs> right. Now. We've had this conversation before, and you've said that you've went on record saying you you know you, you always beat your dad um, in any sport. Um, I was never able to beat my dad. I mean, it's just the was the way it was. I the, couldn't block a hook shot for my life. Bro, I couldn't do it. LeBron James is LeBron James. This is true. You know, this kid. Well, my dad reminded me of good, Pistol Pete Maverick. Uh, Ma- Maverick, Rich? Ma- Pistol Pete? That guy. That guy. Uh, reminded me of him. Mar- Smooth Mar- sniper of a shot. Um, but anyway, so LeBron gets bounced. What we watched out of the Joker and company, and it's, not, it's Murray too, it's, it's that team looks to be primed and ready to hoist their first trophy in their franchise history. They're getting there for the first time, which – Leads me to ask you, because this is kind of almost like a segue, but, like, Carmelo Anthony retired. He started with the Nuggets. How good – I don't remember. How good did they get with Carmelo Anthony? I don't remember them ever making a run or anything. Obviously, they didn't get to a championship. No, they didn't get very far. They had Iverson down the stretch. No. Really? Iverson and Melo. Together? Yes. That sounds like a fantastic thing to watch. It was so exciting for the first week, and then they didn't win. And they didn't play defense. And it was late Iverson. It wasn't Iverson that, you know, you, you're thinking. Practice. So <laughs> Thinking about that, that practice. Um, um, Melo yeah. was a great player. He was a great offensive player. Didn't really do much defensively. But who doesn't love Melo? He did top. He did make the top 75 of all time. Uh, I don't know where you would put him because there's I mean, so yeah, many players. I, I'm, not, I'm not. I made a face like as if. I don't agree. I do agree. 100%. Melo was that dude. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, I he did wonders for New York that. when he Shame came over me. here. Shame on me. Shame on you, Chris. Um, but, yeah, Melo, great career, man. Thank you for the every time going forward in my life, okay, for any Nick ever, when he hits a big three, no matter what their celebration is. Like, it could be like you saw Jalen Brunson like covering his mouth or something like that, and like other guys have like they, they just leave it up. I, every time a big three happens and I'm on my couch watching, I do this. <laughs> Just because Mello friggin' did it. And like, like it stuck with me forever. Hoodie Dave. Yeah, uh, uh, what? Hoodie Dave. Like Hoodie Mello? Sure, sure. Hoodie Dave. Um, but yeah, so LeBron's out. And as we're recording this right now, there is probably another team that might get bounced. Or by the time that next week's show rolls around, we will obviously have a um, uh, a championship set because the Miami Heat are up 3-0 on the Boston Celtics. Nothing warms my heart more than to see a team from Boston just struggle and peril and just their fan base are just losing their minds right now, which is the best part about all this because Portnoy has completely just gone off the rails. He said now now he's like Boston and eight. You know? <laughs> Shit like that where it's just like, what was that again? Like your team actually stinks. Um, he said the Knicks stunk and that Boston would give the, you know, the, the Heat a better series. And clearly that's not the case. If so, be so. I mean, the Knicks are better, better than series. the Boston Celtics. They should have dominated the series. Who? Boston. They should have, but they better did not. Series. The they were up 2-0, they... and they were still dogs, bro. How about that? No, I know. Insane. I Jimmy Butler, Michael now. Jordan's son, his offspring, has absolutely delivered a, a playoff performance that I've I've almost never seen before. You almost got bounced. You were in the play-in game. You, you lose that one. You got to go to Friday night. You got to win that game. You do that. You get to play. Oh, unfortunately, you're now the eighth seed, and you got to go play Giannis, the best player, one of the best players in basketball, and that whole team. That up in smoke. The Heat smoked them out. Then you got the Knicks, and of course, you know, I don't like talking about it, but you know, the Knicks got bounced too. And then you go into another series where you're just totally dominant in Boston, which is like just, again, craziness to see what they've been doing over there. Um, but go Heat, man. I wonder, I'm in I on wonder the heat. where the odds would be 
when we up three zero. <laughs> no, I mean like they're they're definitely favored now, but Heat in the and the Nuggets like the Nuggets have to be massive favorites. But are you going to keep on counting the Heat out the way we've been? Well, that's the thing. They, Every the time thing you is, say that to yourself, you have is, to repeat to yourself like, "Hey, by the Every way." Every other team that they've that they've matched up against, up to and including the Celtics. There has been situations this postseason where the Celtics, you know, like they, they played like garbage. In the f- couple games against the Sixers, they got beat with no Embiid. So, like, there was clear issues going on with Boston. Mm. So, I mean, you haven't seen that with the Nuggets. Not even one shred. Not mm. even a little bit. That's true, man. Maybe the Phoenix where they, like, gave up two in a row. The Phoenix. In, the Phoenix series. The Phoenix. <laughs> the shop, right? <laughs> what? I get Bashed all the time. Shout out to Ashmere Fit, the beautiful Ash. Wait, hold um, on. Wait, you call it the Shoprite? I'll be like, you got to go to the Shoprite. No like, way. Do you actually do that? She'll be like, oh, the Shoprite. <laughs> Wait a minute. Time out. It's like, oh god, I can rip you to shreds. She'll be like, bye. I'm dead. Go to the Shoprite. She'll be like, bye. Side eye. <laughs> she does. She dictate when she's giving you side eye. She says side eye. So she's like a really good commentator. Yeah, she by lets trade, you know exactly what she's doing <laughs> as she's doing it. Oh my God. Anyway, love Ash. She's the best. Also, go to the shop, right? Pick up almond milk <laughs> and... Hello? Uh, uh, wait. You can feel it, no, by the good. way. No more almond Yes, I need almond milk. All right. Ash, wait. Watching. We have almond milk. I know. I need some for home. Oh, all right. <laughs> We're here a lot, so who anyway. needs almond milk for home? Anyway, let's move on over Oof. to the oofs, the UFC, right? So, first of all, if you're on Netflix, which, I mean, come on, it, you know, you're on Netflix. There's not a soul in this world that doesn't have a Netflix account at this point. I really don't know if they're out there. Um, we have an intern here. Shay, is there? Are, do you have Netflix? Everybody has Netflix, right? Everybody. So anyway, if you do, head on over to McGregor Forever. It is a fantastic series. You root for the guy. I know, look, I know Conor McGregor has had his issues, and they go over everything. I'm talking like the, the dolly through the bus. Like They go through everything that he's done, um, including... You know, breaking his foot uh, in his last fight, where it's just like looked like the end all be all. The, the the documentary is great. It's a docu series. I believe there's four. Um, it's very very well done by the UFC. So the UFC is coming into one of their busier seasons. They got some serious heat coming at you. Connor is an absolute lunatic psychopath, by the way. Oh yeah. So I mean, sure, in a good way or a bad they, way? Well, both. I love Connor, but I also am like they do. What? They do highlight. The newer Connor, when like when he was heading into this fight against Cowboy, he like was cocaine more cocaine like, Connor. No, 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 that's not cocaine Connor. Cocaine Connor was like just that's the dolly throwing the dolly through the window. Connor, the Connor that came back to fight Cowboy Bro, Cerrone. I watched was, a Connor interview the other day. He had like a, a pint of beer in front of him, and he was with Ariel Hawani, and he's like, "I'm really struggling to not drink that." It's like what? <laughs> um, he just is drunk twenty four seven on coke and steroids. Wow, that's a very, very bold accusation. No, no, that's pretty spot on. Uh, maybe not the cocaine, but definitely drunk and steroids. Uh, fine, but you know, if you're if you can keep up with it, then and also probably the cocaine, the cocaine, yeah, that you can find at the shop right <laughs> in the which, back alley. Which shop right are you going uh, to? Right, right down old, here, old bridge, old bridge, yeah, old bridge, the one on nine? yeah, that yeah. that's a that's a they need to be shit knocked down. Yeah, that they one needs to be. Down. I think they still have the old logo where like the the products are just balls in a, in a shopping cart. Um, what was I gonna say? All right, so yeah, UFC heading into a busy time. A couple scheduled fights. Dustin, uh, Dustin Poirier, and uh, Justin Gaethje are gonna go at it one more time for the embarrassment of the BMF, BMF belt. Come on, man. This Do we really need this crap here? This leads me to 
And I, I, it's going to be a great fight. Let's just get, sure. the, get that out of the way. We sure, but we why do they got to fight for this thing? No one knows. But that's besides the point as well. Could we get to the further, the, the deeper issue here? And this highlights a little bit of hypocrisy out of Dana White, mm-hmm. where it's like, we don't do these gimmick fights. He's talking shit about Nganu. Like, this is what I'm getting at. What do you mean gimmick fight? So Nganu is lining up boxing matches because he just signed his big deal with PFL. Yes. I don't know if we talked about yes, that. Yes, we, did. we, did. we did. But anyway, Dana White obviously has since been out in the press, and he's talked about it a little bit. The deal makes no sense. The guy fought three times in the last three years. You know, he's not going to set up another fight with them for another year because they're allowing him to pursue his boxing ambitions. And these aren't gimmick fights. I think he has this situation where he thinks he's Conor McGregor and there's a Floyd Mayweather out there waiting for him. And it's like, yo, Dana, bro, hear me out. A little bitter. Hear me out. Jesus. He was like, um, you know, he just doesn't like to take risks. And he's like, I'm not trying to say that Francis is afraid to fight anybody. He's not. But he's he's just not willing to take risks in his career. So. Well, first things. This is some bold shit. First, from first things first. Dana, I love Dana White. Same, right? I do. I think he does great things for the sport. While maybe not for the fighters, but we all got the product that we're seeing because of Dana frequency White. and all that sure. stuff because of Dana. Um, but Dana White's just flat out wrong in in a few ways. One, they will definitely be putting on gimmick fights because there's one announced this week with the BMF title. Right? Mm-hmm. They did let Connor cross over in boxing. They made a ton of money. I don't know that Ngannou would have generated that much money. And considering he's a little bit more of a hard um, negotiator than mm-hmm. Conor ever was, I don't know that that would have ever materialized because of the splits and all those things. But mm. Dana White is saying, like, we just don't need a guy that's not going to fight for a year. Francis Ngannou was like, well, you've been holding me back for the last four I, years. I, he's like, I fought three times in the last three years because of you. He was like, and I don't want to take risks. Well, I just fought in Cyril Gan on a blown knee. Risk my yeah. belt just to get out of the contract. He said, why do you have a big problem with me? Like, I did what I had to do with you. It was business. You offered me something. I didn't like it. I moved on. What's the point? Interesting. And That's John very Jones, interesting. John Jones is talking shit, too, saying, like, oh, it's interesting. You're talking. You're the baddest man on the planet from across the street. So Ngannou was like, well, cross the street then. Oof. Ooh. How about a little bit of a cross promo, UFC versus John Jones would beat P- the shit. Out of Francis Ngannou, just for the record. Are you, you're convinced? Oh, he would kill him. He might get knocked out, but nine out of ten times he's going to dismantle him and beat him up. Do you think so? I, yeah, yeah. John's can't weird. wait to cut that up. Now maybe you can take the heat because I'm still getting comments about Brock Lesnar. I would gladly chime in. <laughs> turn that back on whoever decides to give me heat about that. I I just said in the he might get knocked out, but that's the only chance. He's not going to get out wrestled. He's not going to have more cardio. He's not. None of those things are going to happen. Just don't, mm. And Ganu has one chance and one chance only. It would be to knock John out. Pretty good chance it's Ganu. But mm. you know, show me the guy that's knocked out John Jones. Uh, I cannot find that individual on the planet. We also have Sterling and O'Malley. Show, show is getting himself John Jones a would be title fight in prison <laughs> if he wasn't in the UFC. So <laughs> what does that even mean? It means like he's going to he would he, beat yeah, up Ganu. He, he, he would. He would. All right, good. That's your UFC uh, report from over here at the Chop Sports Social. Remember, guys, we are on the show every single week over there on Premier Streaming Network. We always appreciate everybody kind of tuning in. We got the numbers from last month. It is starting to surge. People are starting to get involved with the Chop Sports Social. So thank you guys so much for watching us week in and week out. We're going to have fun, fantastic content for you throughout the course of the um, the summer. Obviously, we have a lot of stuff going on with the break, bud, so be sure to follow 
follow those guys. Um, there's again, cards have made a resurgence. So if you're in the hobby, uh, get with these guys. They know what the hell they're doing. So for Sturch and Gooch, this has been another episode of the Chop Sports Social. See you guys next time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.